Hey, Luke. What's up, Tilly? Is Google male or female? Uh, male, I guess? <laughs> no, it's female, because it never lets you finish a sentence before making a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we're going to talk of News of the Week, Cryon, Coco, and Mindhunter, Episode 6. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Digital Citizen episode 112. Uh, hello, Tilly. Hey, Fro. Hey, everybody. Ha. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Hello, Froda. Hello, everybody. See what I did there? We have four people on the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have four. the four amigos. <laughs> Before amigos, that always is missing one. Uh, since I always ask you two guys how your week uh, has been, I will actually start with how my week has been. My week has been good. I had a good week. Thank you for asking. Hey. And what about hey. you, Fro? To hear. Number two. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's how I feel. So, how is your week, Luke? Uh, good, busy. Uh, last week, because of Thanksgiving, driving back and forth, and had a lot of fun with the family, and I think I'm still full, even though it's uh, almost <laughs> a week later. Um, actually, had a turkey sandwich last night from that, yeah. <laughs> from the stuff, so there's still turkey around, but yeah, it was a good time. Uh, other than that, just... Uh, checking out crazy news bubble, bubble. and getting ready for the show this week. So, bubble, bubble. Bubble, bubble. is it safe to still be eating turkey like nearly a week later? Sure, in the fridge. If it's been in the fridge, yeah, no problem. Okay, I ain't afraid. There's something weird in the fridge today. I don't know what it is. If it doesn't smell or have something growing on it, I'm pretty much okay with eating it most of the time. <laughs> Fair enough. Won't come round yours for lunch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Food Poisoning 101 with Luke. <laughs> How to food poison yourself. I think I had food poisoning once in my entire life, and it was yeah. from a Marionberry pie, uh, which yep. I ate a couple slices of, and 
Marion Berry Pie uh, is very red, so the bathroom looked like a scene out of Psycho when I was done with it. But yeah. oh, God. oh, God, sounds terrific. Mm. <laughs> Please give us more details about that. <laughs> In, in 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 pictures, please. Yeah. Uh, how's your week been, uh, Tilly? It's your name. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, hey. It's not been great, but I can't complain huh? too much, I guess. Well, I've been no. really, my back's been really hurting, and yeah, pregnancy started to go a bit. I heard. I heard. I heard. I heard a really stupid joke this week. I want to tell you. Okay. Oh, okay. Do you know what you call a pregnant lady? Uh, sir. <laughs> a Volkswagen Beetle. Why? Yeah, because they are so round in the middle. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's horrific. That's the worst joke I think I've ever. Heard. Yeah. I told you it was about that. <laughs> there's a there's a wor- there's a joke to be worked out of that. Something about slug bug and then hitting somebody. It's a longer joke, but there's a joke in there that could be worked. I think. There yeah. Is a joke. Yeah. We'll have to <laughs> figure it out for next week. Uh, I was thinking about another joke. Like uh, I, we were at the cinemas. Me and uh, my friend Trun, and one of the girls there. Uh, it's also pregnant. And, How uh, dare she? She's stolen my thing. <laughs> yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I, I said, I, 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 uh, I said uh, to 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 him, she needs to learn how to swallow. It's <laughs> 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 a horrendously stupid joke, but I found it extremely funny. For some, I'm sure some you shit. did, because it's inappropriate. So it was in 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 an appropriate yeah. No, the best kind of jokes. Uh, talking of in inappropriate uh, things, uh, let's do the flat earther this week. Holy fuck! What a moron! <laughs> um, but the world's uh, loving him at the minute. Well, I don't know about loving, but <laughs> well, loving they're loving him. talking loving about him and laughing word. at him. Yeah, flat earther. <laughs> Flat Earther delays launch in his homemade record, saying it's not easy. <laughs> no <laughs> shit, Sherlock. I love that they wow, postponed it for two different reasons. It's not easy. What? Oh my god! What do you think it is? Rocket science. Right, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's been—he's had to postpone it because the government have come in and said. Uh, you can't do this over public land. Right. That's not cool. Like, no. And also, um, <laughs> it says here, the rocket launcher he had built out of a used motorhome broke down in the driveway on Wednesday. <laughs> so he had a fail safe for just in case the government hadn't come in and told him no. I, I just say go for it. I mean, it, it, you get kind of get yes. what you deserve with this one, but... Uh, didn't they make a movie about... Wasn't this like a Billy Bob Thornton movie? Am I wrong here? But maybe I'm wrong. Yes. No, no, no. That's correct. Okay. Mad Mike Hodges, limousine driver and self-proclaimed earth flat earther. Uh, no, sorry. Self-proclaimed flat earther. 
announced that uh, he had to delay his plan to launch himself 1,800 feet high in his rocket um, <laughs> of his own making. And I, I've seen the rocket. I mean, it looks pretty... It looks I, like I, a rocket. I, I, right. I, I can build any better. I wonder where he got the rocket engine. or I mean, he probably built it himself, I guess. I, you, I, you got to wonder what's going on in the insides, but it looks from the outside like a standard rocket, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's a bit Thunderbirds, but yeah, right maybe. It seems like a little small, but it's hard to tell for perspective by a, you know, like a flat picture. You'd have to be there to really yeah. tell what you're dealing with, but uh, yeah, this guy's. But, uh, I think he canceled. I think since this, I think uh, it's been canceled altogether. But I think he said he's still going to go ahead with uh -huh. it when he gets a chance. Yeah, because in 2014, the 61-year-old sent himself flying a quarter mile across the Arizona desert before pulling out several parachutes of questionable quality <laughs> <laughs> on his fall to Earth. I was like. Why didn't he just kill? <laughs> right, I think and he's like, I don't believe in science, huge. Told the AP earlier this month. That's always good but for a thank rocket. Thank God you believed in in fucking science because science fucking saved you, you fucking asshole. Right. What does he think flying a rocket involves? It's got math and science. Those are the two things that Nothing are involved to do here. With science. Yeah. Oh, no. You have to know about wind and uh, the how air works to shoot a rocket and be inside, well, whatever. Here's the other yeah. question that I don't understand. Why don't you just attach a GoPro to a balloon? Wouldn't that... Mm -hmm. I was going to say, what about <laughs> that guy that did the world's highest ever um, freefall dive thing? Right. Parachute jump. <laughs> Could he not do something similar and just go up in a chair and then come back down again? Rather than having to do the rocket thing, uh, I think he would. Ha well, the guy who did that, they it was a lot of money put in by Red Bull and all these other things to get him up that high. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this guy has I that suppose. kind of money. Yeah, maybe he could talking get it about... from now. <laughs> yeah. People talking about him and aware of him that go, oh, yeah, right, I go fund me to prove yeah. you wrong. Yeah, talking about uh, science, uh, mysterious booms are being heard. Around the world, and experts are baffled. Aliens. Are they <laughs> aliens? It's always cancer. Uh, last week, residents in Alabama heard a strange boom from the sky with police notified. Loud boom uh, this Monday. Police said sound uh, described as a bama boom. Shook houses near. <laughs> they uh, would say that, wouldn't they? View. Yeah, Bama Boom. I do like the, the Bama Boom. <laughs> but similar sounds have been heard around the world from Colorado to Yorkshire with 64 reports this year, Daily Mail reports, and other booms have uh, were heard near Denver this month. Experts have uh, suggested a wide uh, range of explanations from sonic booms to meteorites to controlled detonations of military weapons. That's the most interesting so one. <laughs> that last yeah. one, they kind of just like gloss over. Wait a second, what? Military explosions and military weapons for in the sky. Okay. That, uh, 
I like the next sentence, but the BAMABOO seems to defy explanation. Bamaboom. I thought it wasn't the Bamaboom <coughs> one where they've, um, it says, oh, this little video at the bottom that says um, some kind of, it was like a gas container or something, a big industrial sized gas container that was empty. Uh, it got over pressurized or something and it shot the lid off it at nine o'clock when everybody reported the noise. I <laughs> there's there, there's some some underneath here. There's there's uh, some people that have written. Just wondering, but how exactly does one become an expert in mysterious booms? <laughs> 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 I love that comment. That's a special college <laughs> course right really, there. <laughs> that's a really good comment. <laughs> I, I think that was a good one. But yeah, the bar. <laughs> The Bannabooms uh, can't be explained, but urge all through the United States. So what do you think it is, Luke? Oh, I have no idea. I just think it's interesting. A little it's a bit that uh, even though I even posted the other article, the one from Colorado, which they're talking about, which happened in the same month. Huh. Uh, sounds like this one was kind of explained, is what Tilly's saying. But uh... mm. Oh, is it that one that was... The gas thing. No, the, or whatever it was uh, that they were saying. No, I think you're right. The one, uh, but it, even in the article, it says mystery bo- boom explained with like a question mark. So even mm. in that article, it was kind of like uh, this is kind of what we think it might have been, but there's no proof. But the thing is, uh, I guess th- there's um, it's all around the world, and it's kind of they're all similar uh, in what th- the way they've been described. And for people to connect all these things means there must be enough uh, similarities that, uh, between them that uh, they're that they're investigating it at least. So if there's something interesting it's, going on here. What it is, I have no idea. I My think it is tested. the old intro of. I think it's the old intro of the of uh, the SmackDown. Uh, the SmackDown fist. No, the uh, what was the the Usos? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they yeah, they the like, thing that they do. Yeah, the bama boom. They're <laughs> bama boom. Yeah, they had a bama boom. Don't you remember? Yeah, it's... Boom. Who did that song? Boom, boom, boom. Let me say whale. Let me say Yeah, who did that song? I have no idea. Yeah. In uh, other it's books, one of those. Everybody knows the song. <laughs> In other bo- booms, we go to a sad follow-up uh, to last week. Uh, thank you again, Margaret, for sending me this article. Argentina missing submarine water caused battery short circuit. The San Juan missing since fifteenth uh, of November has been uh, and been ordered back to its base after it reported water has entering the vessel. Through its snorkel. It's so fucking sad. It is. Although we have to say it's not 100%. They've still not found it. And right. it's not 100% confirmed that these guys haven't survived. But they, they the probability is, is probably 99.8% yeah. 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 chance that they but... Yeah, there, but there are still family members out there that are holding on to hope. Well, right, but that is always... Yeah. That's dwindling now. That's always the case in... 
it, yeah. in the grief in the grief process, you're always going to have a, mo a point where you just deny that it's even true. You know, I mean, that's that's part of grieving. So that's not a, un unexpected. Yeah, so, anyway. it's so incredibly sad. Yeah, it is. And, but I still I'm still baffled as to why you'd be using a submarine that old. That's I mean, what I was old? about to say. Yeah, like uh, I don't know what the well, sort it's... of age ranges for technology, but for something like that, when you're in a submersible, it's Argentina. It's... We're not talking about, I suppose, yeah, America or England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have older. They just have older uh, equipment than other places, and yeah, they they choose to kept use kept using this. Uh, I mean, they'll probably learn from this. They'll probably not use these old uh, submarines in the future, but who knows. Mm. Uh, did you buy anything on Black Friday, Billy? Mm. Yes, but there weren't really the Black Friday sales. One of the charity shops in my town did a um, anything that was black was one pound. So mm. I got myself some pregnancy clothes. I went to go and get some... Um, trousers that might fit around my bump oh. and nothing would do up so I gave up and just bought dresses <clears throat> but yeah smart, it wasn't smart. wasn't really uh, that big here to be fair <laughs> there wasn't anything I don't want a new TV did you, did you go bananas on Black Friday Luke? no I didn't even no. I didn't even go into town that day at all no but uh, a Norwegian shop owner double prices on Black Friday. <laughs> uh, owner of Norwegian online shop has promised to double his prices on Black Friday in protest of what he called re irresponsible conduct by retailers. Student Torbjörn Selnes runs online store Bjørdin sells knitted headbands in his uh, spare time. It's probably bad business. Oh, <laughs> you think, think so? No shit, Charlotte. No shit, Charlotte. <laughs> Uh, but I hope I can make a point, Selenes called NRK. I think it's obvious that we are uh, to make it through uh, the next century. We must make some changes, especially in the richest part of the world, and especially in regard to uh, consumerism, he said. Well, <sighs> did he do this for a PR stunt? I think so. A little bit, probably, but he also... Pro I have yeah. a feeling it's not like this is a huge corporation or anything i have a feeling he probably uh believes in this but the pr he would get from it also uh it's in the long run it'll help him like you said this is probably not a good business yeah. strategy but in the long run it could be good because then people are like oh i want to do business with this guy because he mm -hmm. has good values yeah so yeah and there are 364 other days of the year for him to trade Black Friday has quickly become Norway's most important shopping day. That is fucking amazing. The so transaction rich. during the retail uh, event uh, last year were 6.1 higher than on Black Friday 2015. And the total of 3.3 billion was spent in 2016 was a 5.7% higher than the previous year. Isn't that... Oh! 
What the fuck is people thinking? Black Friday is actually yeah. kind of falling off here. It's to be uh, mostly because of online sales. Because nowadays, uh, online sales, it's like all week. And then you have Cyber Monday, which is like the extra big online sales. And you can just get that stuff shipped to your house. You don't have to worry about somebody punching you in the face for a TV. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah, I would much prefer the so whole Cyber nice. Monday thing. Uh, let's go to Malibu. Oh, yes, please. Tell me, uh, tell me uh, about this Malibu church look. Right. So uh, Malibu, uh, if people don't know, is a very rich part of California. Um, and this church, the United Methodist Church, uh, was one of many churches to provide food and help and has been offering free meals twice a week. Uh, they've been told to stop giving meals out to people because they say it lures the needy uh, by the city council. So the city, the, the city of California, or the city of Malibu, sorry, uh, wants them to stop because they're bringing in too many homeless people uh, to feed them. It is. It is. It's. It is. It's just weird. I mean, some of the arguments, you know, you can kind of. Well, I don't know. People saying that oh, there's there's mentally ill people being brought in or being drawn in, and they're all camping on the beaches and they're entering schools. And it's like, well, does that no. not show you that you need to provide some kind of facilities for these people? Right. Yeah. Right here it says the Los, you know? Los Angeles Times said. The city, uh, Malibu, which has a population of 13,000, has roughly 180 homeless residents, obviously, roughly, the people come and go, uh, but no shelter or housing for poor people at all, whatsoever. I think Jerry H. says it best in the comments. I thought Jesus commanded caring for the needy. The so-called church has lost its ways. Well, it's no kind of being trouble. forced by the city because they were they were doing it and they're being Still. told by the city, right? They shouldn't bow Still, down to that, Luke. right? Yeah, that's no fucking excuse. Luring oh. homeless people as well—it sounds like what, what are they animals? Like what is that? What is that? Luring yeah. homeless people—it's ter- it's terrible like... language. Yeah, they're not bears, <laughs> like bobcats or something. <laughs> In uh, sexual harassment news, uh, former Prime Minister of uh, Norway, uh, Gro Harlem Brundtland, uh, went out to the press and uh, said she was sexual harassed when she was a whole uh, young doctor. Brundtland told broadcaster NRK that uh, she experienced sexual harassment by an uh, assistant uh, physician 10 years uh, her senior. Former Prime Minister uh, Brundtland, who led Norwegian's government through three separate spells in the 80s and 90s, worked uh, part-time in a hospital when she was a medicine student in the 1960s. In an interview for uh, television, she told NRK that she experienced sexual harassment during this time. Well, it never stops. I find this astonishing about this story is that a woman that could go on to become the prime minister of a country 
her reaction to the sexual harassment of this guy tickling her neck and her ear, instead of saying something to him, shouting at him, whatever, she just froze, mm. stayed still and ignored yeah. it until he went away. And that, yeah. to me, points out exactly how people react to these kind of things. And everybody's like, oh, well, why didn't you say something at the time? Because you just, you don't know what to do. It's like, ignore it and hope it goes away. And today, and this Matt is a woman Lore, that became, you know, most powerful yeah. woman in Norway. <laughs> today, Matt Lauer uh, got fired uh, for uh, from NBC uh, for... Uh, we don't really know what for yet. They just said well, se- inappropriate sexual allegations. That's all they said, uh, yeah. at least from yeah. what I saw. So we're not really sure what that means, but uh, he's not the first Didn't news person to to go down for this in America, at least. So this one yeah. uh, in in the 60s, though, I, I it says he tickled her ne- ear and neck, which is like compared to some of the other ones that we've been hearing about in the last couple months is like way on the low scale of uh, horrible things that we've heard about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not exactly Trump. <laughs> no. It, yeah, it's not Louis C.K. or Harvey Weinstein level um, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. In other uh, world news, uh, Robert Mugabe has resigned as uh, president of Zimbabwe after 37 years in power, Tiller. Hey! Well, hey! He, um, he resigned because he had to, because there was a yeah. military coup that they were saying isn't a military coup, but it was the guy saying it wasn't a military coup was a general from the army in right. full military gear explaining that it wasn't a military takeover. It was um, not the military coup when the military did it. I promise. Exactly. I- I'm just but, a PR yeah. person for them, but of course it wasn't us. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's a long time coming, but he's finally messed up big enough that they've been able to tell him he's going to be impeached, so he should resign. And he has resigned, and Zimbabwe are elated at this yes. news. I'm guessing he he's probably not been was a nice guy. forced to resign. I'm guessing it was probably not under yeah. his own free will, but who knows. Oh, no, definitely... He got um, impeachment looming over his head, and it was one of those: you either resign or we get rid of you. Right. And obviously, if you get if the military gets rid of you, then you're got rid of. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they have had a Donald Trump thing. <laughs> it's like you're fired. <laughs> okay. Basically, from the sounds of it, he um, yeah sacked his vice president and lined it up for his wife to take over the job so when he mm. retired his wife would become the president and you can't do that it's fine you know all the oh. millions of people that were killed because of him and his regime you know that that mm. was fine didn't get impeached over that but having his wife set up to come and take in was one step too far and zimbabwe said no right right and yeah the people are very happy yeah the people are happy now we'll see what happens in the future uh, generally, military to- takeovers don't end well in history, but we'll see what happens, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I think the guy that's coming uh, in next is known as the crocodile because he comes mm-hmm. in and he snaps. So he might not be, and he's he's been linked to a lot of bad things, so he might not be the, the best choice. Right. They might be getting rid of one to replace him with another, but we'll see. 
in uh, California, they are looking to decriminalize what, Luke? Um, magic mushrooms, I guess. Uh, mushrooms? It's not yeah. necessary. Uh, they're working on a statewide ballot for next year. Uh, hmm? A mayoral candidate is uh, who's actually trying to get this done. Kevin Saunders uh, for the city of Morena, uh, which is just south of San Francisco has filed a proposal which would exempt adults over the age of 21 from any penalties over processing, growing, selling, or transporting psilocybin mushrooms. Uh, it says if you can get three, 366,000 uh, uh, signatures by April of 2018, uh, this ballot will be put on uh, put up for a vote. I don't know if he's going to get all those signatures, yeah. but it's possible it would be very interesting if it did happen. What do you guys think about this? Interesting. Very interesting. Especially, I didn't really know that magic mushrooms could be used so well um, medicinally. No. And it, it totally makes sense uh, with that. I know they've been doing research specifically on PTSD using psilocybin uh, mm. and there's a guy mm. in England who is um, doing a lot of research who I heard uh, if you go to the uh, if you uh, Robin Chartard Harris oh is that who it is maybe uh, maybe that's who it yeah. is uh, I saw an interview with yeah. him somewhere on YouTube and uh, it was a really it, he's he uh, started doing it out of the idea that um, there was something to chemically to it because he was a chemist uh, and he moved into, well, there's something else here. There's something uh, more spiritual that I, that, that I don't understand. And that's kind of where the, the British studies have gone with this. But this guy, he says, uh, is a quote here, the world is really hurting and everybody is at a loss about what's going on right now with Trump, Brexit, the refugee crisis and everything else. I'm at a loss what to do politically but the only thing I feel we could do is get psilocybin into more people's hands. That's what he's saying. Uh, and here's my favorite comment. I love that you pick uh, places that has a lot of funny comments. Okay. Do not ingest unless you care to look at your cosmic divinity squarely in the face for hours. Right. <laughs> uh, give Trump some <laughs> mushrooms and see what happens. Uh, yeah. We'd either go to Ooh. war... We'd either go to war or uh, we'd be friends with everybody the next day. I'm not really sure which way it would go, I think, but... I kind of imagine him turning into a member berry. <laughs> member? I member. Member? I remember. Remember that time you did shrooms? I member. Uh, but it, it, it kind of fits with uh, what uh, uh, Tron is going to tell the truth about this uh, week. Free healthcare because I, I guess I guess we would have this in the healthcare plans that um, he's looking at. That it would make sense. We could have, yeah. Morano should be in the healthcare plan. So, but let's listen to what Trun tells the truth about this week: free healthcare. This is Trun. But Trun tells the truth. A few days ago, I had an accident. My back hurt like hell. I could nearly walk. 
It was the worst feeling I ever had in my life. Well, except to lose my parents and so on and so on, but you felt so damn helpless. Thank God, a friend of mine, and I was with at the time, was a nurse. So he took me to the ER. And that was a strange experience, but it was a good experience because you got professionals there to help you. They put some needles in me and gave me the medicine I needed and the prescription I needed and everything that I needed before I can go back to my hotel room and just sleep and regain strength. It was a horrible feeling. Not only was I destroyed, I was in another town, but I don't know nearly anybody. And that far away from home, since I live on the other side of the country from Oslo. I live in Bergen, Norway. Eight hours between. So this was horrible. But it was a good thing about it. It was Norwegian healthcare system. Yes, that system to make everybody have the right to healthcare. Because you can feel, I feel, you can feel good every day. You can have a good health, anything. But sometimes those accidents happen. Now I need a doctor again to watch all my, to take this further, take photos and so on. And the best thing of all, I don't have a health insurance and I don't need one. Because my health insurance, I pay over the tax bill. Yes, I do. And that applies to every Norwegian citizen there is. That makes this a good society. I talked with a friend of mine in the US who had nervous that they have to call the ambulance because it cost them four or five hundred dollars four or five hundred dollars i get all my treatment for free my medicine didn't cost nearly anything because i'm rich because the state are sponsoring also the medicine that i needed that is a good thing i'm not against free trade i'm not against trade at all and account capitalism but it's a difference Shall capitalism be a tool or should it be a religion? Shall everything in society be bounced by capitalism and a profit motive? I'm glad that we have a system that's not run by capitalism system or big companies. I'm glad we have a system that gives everyone free health care and the best health care there is. Could it be better? Yes. Everything is run by humans can be better. But privatize it and give it to the free market? Never. This is the system that every civilized country in the world should have, including you in the U.S. and all of them. Well, you can find new versions of it, but some basics is good for society. That's free education and that's free healthcare. This is what Tron with Tron tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth about free healthcare. Uh, we have a email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com another digital citizen at gmail.com have we gotten any emails this week look i did not see any no oh maybe they were hiding in the spam fil- filter we well, also Jeremy's have, uh, still fit- trying to do a norwegian one yeah i suppose it's possible uh, yeah we have a facebook page it's another digital citizen on facebook be there or be square. And you could say. be square as well if you want to be. Be any shape yeah. you want as long as you be there. Look at some <laughs> of the links that we put up. Because, and... yeah, sometimes if we do 
something that we can't really describe, we'll put a link up on the Facebook so you can actually see what we're on about. Makes things slightly easier as a listener, I guess. <laughs> sure, right. It, it definitely does, yeah. So, that means uh, it's time for what, Luke? Weekly soda ad of weekly soda advent calendar. I got that. I can say things. Yeah, in my mouth. <laughs> I can and talk. I speak to send things. you a picture of it, so I will do that right now. Show us your soda. Soda time. Show us soda time. How big of a bottle? Same size as always. Yeah, same same procedure. Do they make yeah, smaller but... bottles of Yulsbrus? Like, do they make uh, twenty yeah. ounce or anything like that? Uh, okay. It's grands. It's grands, yeah. It's light version of It's extreme. <laughs> yeah. It does it looks like a beer or something, doesn't it? Just with the label. Obviously it's bright oh, red. Oh, when so I was doing like research beer. on this, I guess all of these are actually made by breweries. So it does make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's open. Whoa! Shit! That's <laughs> awesome. Uh Oh. I got so excited. <laughs> I I got soda all over me. Who wants to lick it up? Oh, fuck. Shit. Behave. You just smelled the room now and tell us what the room smells like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All over me. <laughs> okay. Mmm. Oh gosh, this smells good. Wow. This smells really like Christmas soda. Okay. It has a really raspberry smell. Uh, no, a taste. Uh, yeah, smell. Sorry, I forgot. It's the it's the nose you smell with, right? I believe so. <laughs> unless unless you're uh, one of the ghosts from uh, what am I? Oh, Beetlejuice. Asper. Then you then you. Yeah. Might be the way around. It, it smells really awesome. I can't wait to taste this. Mm. Mm. I'm really disappointed in the taste. Oh no. Extremely disappointed in the taste. I hope it's it not. It's a good it, smell, bad taste. I hope it's not flat Sorry? because it exploded. I hope. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, since since I gave the last one a five, and this is the light version of that, should say that uh, of last week's. Um, I uh, and that was not good smelling. This is good smelling, but it tastes absolutely. It, it tastes extremely much less than it smells. I don't really get that. How can it smell more than it tastes? What, like it raspberry? sounds like it's... Yeah. It, it smells really like raspberry. And when, when I get the taste in my mouth, it tastes like absolutely nothing. It tastes yeah. like water with some raspberry taste in it. Hmm. Maybe you could just like, have it in a bowl in your room and just let it smell the room, make the room smell nice. 
Yeah, I'm I'm extremely disappointed in uh, in in the in the in the taste of it when it's it smells so much better than I I thought the original one did. I'm I'm a little confused why why it doesn't taste more when it smells so fucking good because I can smell I can smell a hint of. Of of strawberry, I can smell a little hint of marzipan. I can smell a little like hint of a lot. And when I taste it, it smells like no, it tastes like uh, carbonated uh, soda with a little of of raspberry taste. Huh. How is that mm. like a Schweppes? Mm, mm. Maybe it's a really artificial good, good uh, comparison. Smells. Like a raspberry Schweppes. Okay, no, I, I can understand Yeah, that. like a raspberry. Like a raspberry, yeah, absolutely. Huh, interesting. And, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely disappointed. Uh, I will give this uh, a three out of six. Yeah. Really disappointed. Okay. So it smells good, doesn't really taste. Yes. Uh, next week we will do something special. It's still soda kind of advent calendar, but it will be the last time next week. And we will actually taste the alcoholic beverage that says that it has soda Christmas taste. Soda? Ooh. Alcoholic soda? Uh, Christmas soda? Is that what? Yeah, like an, Alco- like an alcoholic. Alco- because I was reading, there is some kind of, what's the other name for, like, the alcoholic, uh, let me look it up. Uh, Greg. What is it? Greg? You're thinking of Greg. Greg. Okay. Greg. I'm Greg, seeing yes. J-U-L-E-O with a line through it, L. Julio? No? Not ringing Sorry? any bells? No. No, no. <laughs> let me post it up. Yes, please pass. A Yule L. Okay. Ah, is, is, that's Christmas uh, bear. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas bear that is. Yeah. I bet no, it's the nothing alcoholic like Christmas bear. Oh, okay. I bet the alcoholic soda one's probably nicer, because surely it will taste more Christmassy if it's a bit alcoholic. Right. Yeah. We'll I always think Christmas tastes like alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, this will be my first um, ever Christmas since I've been an adult with no alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I I send you a link this week. Uh, look to uh, Eurovision winner. We need to talk about Eurovision, and it hasn't even been. What is this? Oh, it's the uh, Russian. Junior Eurovision winner. Okay. We talked about this, and you didn't think it existed. Do you remember that? Uh, I think. Uh, well, I, uh, I of think course I didn't way. know that Junior Russian Eurovision didn't exist. But I think what you're thinking of was the international Emmys. But yes, uh, I also didn't know that the uh, whatever this is is it just for Russia? No, it's just for kids. Oh. All oh, right. So did uh, Russia win, or is this the? And Russia won. Oh. No, okay. Right. Russia won with this. 
the Eurovision for 2017. So I have a lot of questions. The, the, f- not the, the ki- kids, or what, junior, what is it called? Yeah, junior Eurovision 2017. Right. So not real Eurovision, but yes. So not, not real Eurovision, <laughs> no. Baby so Eurovision. This is, Baby Eurovision. So this is half in Russian and half in English. If you can call, call it English. Eh, half or, and half. Yeah, it's about, yeah. A little of this, little yeah. of that. It's not like they... It's one of those where it, you listen to it and then you sort of, you start recognizing some words and you're like, well, can I understand Russian all of a sudden or should I have understood <laughs> all of this? <laughs> like, what's going on? I swear she was, what? <laughs> Her English is, to be honest, quite awful. I mean, better than my Russian. I mean, she's also singing, yeah, so you got to put that into perspective. But it, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad comparatively, I guess. No, I guess not. But uh, but uh, I I I thought it was pretty awful. But uh, uh, I have a question for you both. Uh, would this uh, be a contender in the normal Eurovision song? Look. It sounds like almost every other generic Eurovision song I've heard. Yeah. So that's a yes, right? Uh, sure, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Tele? Uh, would it? Would they allow it? What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, it's about with the video. I'm guessing things. But mm. it's all about domestic violence and things. Yeah, it is. Would, would that not be over political? No, it wouldn't be over political uh, okay. because because. Uh, but uh, and here's the thing: when I was uh, watching this this song, I was thinking like, how how good, how how far would this go? In normal Eurovision, and I was thinking to myself, if I heard this and this was real Russia, <laughs> I'm not calling <laughs> junior Russia not real, by the way. But um, I'm saying if this was uh, the the old Eurovision uh, uh, contest, and and Russia had this as its uh, uh, sent in uh, piece. I wouldn't be fucking surprised at all. It sounds so fucking like like looks at it sounds like a generic Eurovision song. It sounds like there was a generic Eurovision Mad Libs and they just filled it in and like <laughs> and created the song kind of. Yeah. 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 So, uh but uh, you you watched a lot of Eurovision last year. Um wh- where would you r- rate this? Look I don't know, like a five, five point five. five. I'd say it's it's right in the middle. Nothing yeah. special, really. Yeah. I mean, the music yeah. video doesn't count towards Eurovision, so yeah. No, it doesn't. I was gonna say uh, that. I remember yeah. the video more than the song. Sure. Yeah. I liked the video more than the song. Videos great yeah. for shock. I like the videos. Well. Shock value, though, obviously. Yeah. Like that's why you remember. Yeah, but it. really good choreography as well. Yeah. It was the choreography yeah, the in it that got me. Good. Yeah. Yeah, the bad dancing is good. Very good. But I'd probably yeah. give it like a four and a half. Because I can't really four remember it. But it didn't yeah. It didn't make me want to scream and stop the video. 
sound-wise. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of uh, like here's here's my problem with uh, junior Eurovision con- song contests. Like, do you know how many fucking people were in it? Sixteen. There's nothing. Like sixteen. Was Cyprus, Poland, Netherlands, Armenia, Belarus, Portugal, Ireland, Macedonia, Georgia, Albania, Ukraine, Malta, Russia, Serbia, Australia, and Italy. So no UK. Oh. Or no Britain. Oh. Nope. Just Ireland. Yeah. Hmm. It's a boring competition, like sixteen? It's really bad. Yeah. Hey, Luke, so maybe we should start covering this instead of normal Eurovision. <laughs> what, Eurovision babies? <laughs> yeah. It's a great cartoon, but yeah. Eurovision babies. Yeah. yeah. George came on second place, and Australia come in third, by the way. So, now you know. Terrific. Yes, well, let's well move on. Them children. I'd probably yes. be more interested in the children one because then at least it's, oh, they've done really well for kids. <laughs> it's less offensive, I think, to me because it's, oh, it's the R oh factor rather than, oh, God. Oh, my God. It said, uh, it said United Kingdom ruled out a return on the contest on 25th of May 2017 despite previous rumours. Uh, of a return due to Network's production of Voice Kids UK. Oh. However, the, uh, the Remain British broadcaster, the BBC4, Channel 4, and Wales C4C were obliged to take over the responsibility of UK uh, partition, has not released any statements regarding return to the contest. Strange. Yeah. We normally really like to exploit our children. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Have you seen on the TV this week, Luke? <laughs> uh, yeah. Jesus. What did I see this week? Um, Jersey Shore is coming back. That's a thing that's <laughs> happening. Ooh, that will be. Why? Uh, it will be probably one of the worst shows of next year. I'm guessing. It, I'm they're all old now, and like some of them have kids. Like, uh, yeah, they're gonna do a what is it called, a, a family it, outing it or something, family vacation, something like that. Jersey Shore. Yeah. Uh, I think they're probably only doing one season, whatever. But it's gonna be terrible. Uh, <laughs> Trailer Park Boys out of the park season two. This. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time in the USA. Uh, so good. good. I was so not, good. I did not think this was as good as season one at all. No, not as good as season one. No. But, but Bubbles' good. song's really good. It's one of my favorite Bubbles' songs. Uh, yeah, but I didn't need it, like, every single episode to see, like, that, I was, I got tired of it by the end. I was like, okay, we have to, I have to hear the song again. Oh my gosh, come on now. Yeah. Maybe that was just me. Uh, Mystery Science Theater, the renewal, the new one, got a season two. So Netflix is going to have another one, that. and it's not really spoilers, but at the end of season one, the guy dies, 
So are we getting a new mm-hmm. guy? Is that what's going to happen, Fro? Or what do you think? What do you guys Don't think? Know. Don't know. I, I would assume so. I would assume they're going to bring in somebody Oops. new to replace him. That would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, and the what? Street Outlaws Season 10 started this week. Yes, it did. I'm so happy. Yeah, uh, two-hour first episode, du- double episode for the first week, and uh, this sh- this show is on season ten. It's pretty amazing mm-hmm. in my mind that this show is on season ten for some reason. It and is ev- pretty amazing. Every season, I think that, and then it comes back for another season. But uh, I still watch it. It's still kind of entertaining, and way more it entertaining is. than the crappy knockoff version. So. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, Tilly, what did you see this week? Well, I finally got sort of up to date with everybody on the internet, and I watched Stranger Things season one and two. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. Proper binge watched it because I've ended up. I've had to. um, Yeah, well, I've had to subscribe to Netflix on my actual own account with my own credit card and everything now. Oh no! <laughs> so I had it back on my iPad <laughs> so I could flick between the mm-hmm. TV and my iPad. So yeah, I watched all of that and really enjoyed it. Um, on UK TV, Modern Life is Goodish with Dave Gorman's back for its fifth season. And I didn't realise until I think he'd put something on Facebook about there was a confusing... some kind of error on the TV planner thing saying that his episode was on but it was actually an episode of like UK Cop Squad or something and it made me realise that it had started so we've got quite a few episodes of that to catch up on and we love Dave Gorman and especially this modern life is goodish he does a lot of um, going through the internet and finding very funny things and talking about Random, but the last one we watched, he was playing tricks because he's just become a dad and he was playing tricks on other parents by um, getting little toys that sing songs about what they do. So you get like a police car that sings about catching the bad guys and Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. His Mm. mum went on holiday and uh, bought his son some that were in a totally different language. I think she'd gone to Cyprus, but she ended up buying German speaking toys. And he realised that he could swap the tops on these toys. So they looked like the the English ones, but then all of a sudden they'd start speaking in a different language. So he'd go around <laughs> to people's houses and swap them. And oh, yeah, that's it's really good. He's had me laughing out loud quite a lot. Um, so that's worth a go. And Fro, you said last week about Wags and how yeah. Kelly Kelly's in it. Well, I'm now yeah. on season two, episode nine. <laughs> yeah, it is really good, isn't it? It is in a really bad way. But I've seen Wags <laughs> yeah. Miami. So yeah. in this season two, there's a couple of people from Wags Miami that pop up into it. And you're like, hey, yeah. what are Matisha and Henja doing here? Okay. Oh. But yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. There's not been much that's... great TV, really, this week. Oh. And QI is still I watched, running, which is always amazing, but... Yeah. I watched uh, a thing I never, ever heard about uh, before this week. Uh, I found it by a little mistake called Toy Hunter. It's more or less uh, 
you know that uh, show that you like where uh, look where they look in people's uh, apartments. Pickers. Yes, American Pickers. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it took me like she didn't Jim even complete does. complete the explanation, and I was like, yeah. yeah I actually have kind American of stopped Pickers. watching that. I'd like to get back into it, but okay. I stopped watching it like a couple seasons ago. But yeah. And this is Toy Hunter. Is exactly that, just with toys. Yeah. Uh, then I watched uh, some episodes of The Trip. Uh, I love uh, both of them. I, I suddenly forgot the, the comedian's name. Uh, you know them. They are British. Uh, oh. Oh, I don't uh, know. The TV show is uh, called The Trip? Yeah, it's called a trip. Uh, Steve Coogan and Rob Bryden. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I watched the first uh, trip season. It's three seasons, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, then I saw one episode, and please, people out there that uh, likes true crime, don't watch this shit because. This was atrociously bad. It will probably end up in my worst shows of the year category. It's called Blood Called... No, it's not even called that. I can't <laughs> even say the, the fucking name right. That's how atrocious it was. Okay. Uh, it's called Called Blooded. The Clutter Family Mystery. The Clutter Family Mystery. And Murderers. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's so fucking atrociously boring. Yeah. It is so extremely bad. Don't watch it. And then I watched Some Fortitude with my uh, lovely girlfriend, Margaret. And I still fucking love that show. Two first episodes of season two. Yeah. The Clutter Family Mystery actually sounds like a pretty good children's book. It'd be like a family that their whole house is Living all cluttered. Living in a really messy house. Yeah, and they're trying to yeah. find stuff. Yeah, it'd be like a, a it'd be a children's book that teaches you to clean your room. Yeah. Uh, that is what it reminds you. Really? Yeah, I can yeah, see the yeah. illustrations and everything. Yeah. Yeah, the kids with really messy hair. Right, yeah. <laughs> One kid just looks like Linus, like that dirty, like, yeah. Hey, talking about morons, uh, let's talk about this week's uh, main topic, Jesus Christ. Uh, the main topic I... is not Jesus Christ, otherwise I did research well, the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he thinks he is Jesus Christ. In a way. He's pretty close in his brain. Uh, yeah, well, not... It, not... Technically, but yes, go ahead, bro. Not technically. Okay, let's talk about Cryon or Lee Car Carol. What the fuck are we talking about, Luke? Aliens. <laughs> is it aliens? Yeah, well, I, I thought it was aliens. It I'm aliens? still not sure exactly what it is, but yeah, I'm not really is a, thinking. Is a well, it's of magnetic service, right? So maybe he's a magnet. <laughs> Think it's like he's a fridge magnet. Well, in any case, Lee, Ca Lee Carroll is an American channel channeler, speaker, and author. 
Uh, he's authored 13 books from an entity called Cryon uh, and co-authored three books on what he termed terms indigo children a new generation of children he says represents the evolution of human consciousness mm -hmm. yeah my baby's gonna be an indigo child come out all purple it reminds me of a song in Norwegian from a television show called Gulash <laughs> they, they sing indigo indigo ta meg med Till regnbulandet landas det. Under din paraply vil jeg fly. Helt i en annen by. That is what it reminds me of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <It's>... absurd references. <laughs> yeah, but only Norwegians will get. Uh, yeah. Is that a children's show by any chance? Or no? Yeah, it, it is a children's show. Oh, okay, that's why. Okay, now I get mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, this Lee Carroll, Jesus Christ. Uh, I've seen many crazy people in my, my uh, year of uh, doing this. Years of doing this podcast. We've done this for years now, so That's I can true. actually say yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I think I think Lee Carroll is is up there on the crazy scale. Uh, tell me a little about him. Uh, look, he said it's it. He says, uh, let's see. He originally was an economics major who ran mm. a technical audio business for thirty years before. Channeling Chiron, or I always want to say Chiron, but it's Cryon. Why do I yeah, always say Chiron? I don't know why. I kept doing that as well. Every time I wrote it, I wrote it the wrong way around. Right. Uh, in 1989 is the first time he channeled this being, I guess. Uh, it says an uh, Cryon is an entity from beyond the veil. Not really sure what that means. Uh, and, and like and Fro said, an entity that, uh, from yeah. Magnetic Service who supposedly is responsible for construction of the magnetic grid of Earth, which <clears throat> which reconstruction is necessary in the view of changing spirituality and new evolutionary tasks of humanity. Jesus. So I guess we, need to, books. we need to reconstruct yeah. the magnetic field of the Earth? Is that what it says? Okay. Yeah. I think something like Later that. Brooks, Lee Carroll describes Chiron as an angelic love entity from the source or the central sun who has been on Earth since the beginning and belongs in the same family of Archangel Michael. The context of using words like angelic or archangel and others, however, a new, one, a new age one. Who uh, traditionally in in uh, in well, traditional interpretations. interpretations of these terms are elevated, and some conditions are uh, expected to much metaphilosophical and pan spiritual meaning. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was a so, that was a sentence yeah. <laughs> for Fro to say. <laughs> I looked at that sentence and went. This is not a pro sentence, for sure. No. Um, yeah, basically, he uses these words, these 
um, angelic and archangel, but it's not. He doesn't mean it in the old school biblical type way. Right, it's not referring to the, the biblical archangel Michael. Uh... He claims that the information he published, both printed and online, is intended to help humans send to higher vibration level. I'm asking. Here is my joke of the day. Higher vibration level? Is that your dildo in your drawer you're talking about there, Mr... I was just about to say, has he got any relation to the that guy that <laughs> invented <laughs> the vibrator from last week? Right. It goes to 11. <laughs> <laughs> is this a sexual cult again? Oh my god. You know, if we got deep enough into this, we'd find some kind of sex going on here. But I have, uh, from what the research I've done, I haven't seen any, any kind of uh, sexual stuff going on here. But you know, this guy, this guy has got to be working, working that angle. He needs to work. Phrasing. Yeah. Well, according to his books. Are as anomalous to over mental, spiritual, and physical. Evolution ascend to higher vibration level. That's that really gets me. Like I, I, I'm, I'm almost like I'm listening to this like dildo in his drawer going like. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of sort of makes sense in the sense that in like physics class you learn about molecules and how they vibrate and it's their vibrations of how fast or slow they're vibrating depends on whether. Everything is, Ooh, is vibrating all slow. the time. Like, the only reason you can hear somebody's voice is because of uh, waves of vibration uh, yeah. coming into your eardrum. So you're listening to us right now by vibration. So when he says vibration, he's talking about all yeah, the yeah. things that are vibrating uh, as far as, like, molecules and everything that we see. Higher vibration means basically an alternate reality where the vibration is... At such a high level, everything that we see would break down around us. I think that's what he's trying to say. But that's on a... Whatever. That's one of his concepts, I guess. Other concepts he has. uh, Co-creating spiritual contracts. uh, Karmic imprints. Karmic implants. uh, Magnetic Mm -hmm. layers of human DNA. So, I think that's what the same with vibration. uh, Karmic groups. Synchronicity. Ascension. And helpers from other star systems. Oh, there we go. Aliens. Aliens. Which is essentially what Cryon is. He's, a, he's an alien. Yeah, he is an alien. Beyond the veil, which I'm guessing means from further away than we've got to. I'm guessing it's even from the... Even though it the, then says from the sun. The level... I, I think that also goes with the, the higher, higher vibrations, where he's on... Maybe uh, Cryon oh, is on yeah. that level of higher... Where, which tech? I mean, in a way, would be just considered another dimension, if you were to like, think about it in in that sense. Like the opposite of the upside down. Right, or go like a ghost. Like the where, the where ghosts are on that level of like, uh, I think that's that would be the idea of ghosts is that they're at, at on some other vibrational level from us. Yeah. According to Carol. Cryon's message about Earth includes, among others, the Earth being a living entity with its individual's consciousness. Jesus or Earth. 
who cooperate with humans. The relationship between Earth and humans is elaborated based on a magic. I was going to say magic. Magic. Field. It wouldn't be far <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a synthetic. Magnetic field. Through the whole Cryon series, the concept of reincarnation is often discussed. Many of Cryon's messages include subtle details of mechanics of reincarnation, including the value and purpose of human life and death, which, uh, which are philosophically co uh, cons con con consonant. Consonant, thank you. With what? Dharmic approaches. Dharmic approaches. Like okay. Dharma and Greg. Looks... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like Dharma and Greg. <laughs> like Eastern. Books... <laughs> yeah. The books are written uh, from a Western perspective. However, while Christian and bio-based spiritual mysticism is presented with uh, wording and expressive style. His later channeling discuss intelligent design premises and uh, directions of future evolution of science and spirituality. Ooh. So I guess that's a good place to go into his channelings, right? I think that's a good... Yeah. That's the big yeah. thing here, is this guy goes around to different places and does channelings where he sits for he... like an hour, two hours, and channels this and thing and talks... And talks to a crowd. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And if you think this is free, no. You of have course to not. pay a hundred fucking dollars per hour. To go and see him. It depends on which one you're going to. Uh, yeah, but yeah, mostly... He tours this. Yeah. yeah. Like a hundred fucking dollars. How dare you? Well, to talk to a real life alien dude... Through a man uh, sitting uh, on a stage. Because they do Q&As as well. I think even him thinks he's, he's scamming people. <laughs> That's probably why his um, website and things are all free. Oh, the website we're going to They make about. a big deal of that. Yeah. Right. But, uh, Remind but, uh, me that I found things on <laughs> sex on the website. I mean, he, oh, he charges $100 an thought. hour, but that's not really where he's... I mean, as far as being uh, this being a scam, it obviously started with the books. That's where yeah. he made... Yeah. I mean, obviously, he did this because he was making money off the books. Uh, maybe he believes that he's Let's actually channeling. Like, we can't we can't go against the fact that maybe he believes. Maybe he's actually crazy and believes it. I don't know. Maybe I don't he's know. a scam yeah. artist. Who knows? But he probably started making money off the books, and then the tour of him doing lectures... Of these channelings right. that started afterwards, but yeah. Uh, and let us talk about the fucking books. According oh, okay. to Hay House, uh, Carol's publisher, he has sold over half a million books, translated to fourteen languages. According to American journalist and filmmaker David Thomas, uh, book tuning in a journalistic. Six Transcendler and Messagings from Other Sides by 2011. Carol's book sales were over one million. And he's the most famous channeler amongst those discussed in his books. 
According to Edge uh, uh, magazine article in 2011, Lee Cheryl's crying series consists of 15, 15 in individual books, has been translated to 24 languages, <coughs> and his presentations over 24 countries attract audience in the thousands. Right, I so saw there are one. A in, lot of people interested in this. I saw one in Israel that was like, it was a gigantic Holy ballroom fuck. with like a second story balcony, and the whole thing was filled with people. So he's wow. he's pulling them in. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Let's look at some of his. There's the bibliography down there. We have the Cryon series, which there it only lists thirteen, but it said fifteen up there, so that's a little confusing, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, what mm-hmm. are some of the more interesting ones? Parables of Cryon, 1996. <laughs> Lifting the Veil, like the new... Par- Lifting yeah. the Veil, the new energy apocalypse, 2007. Mm-hmm. Partnering with God, practical information for the new millennium. So yeah, there's some interesting ones there. Uh, the 12, yeah. 12 layers of DNA did not... Uh, <laughs> didn't know there were 12 layers of DNA. I like the recalibration of humanity. Like just <laughs> get your screwdriver out and your wrench. It might be that his other books are being counted in that other article. Because he's written I... the Indigo Children and co Right, but up, up there too. when we were reading about books, it says uh, Cryon series consists of 15 individual books. And then you go down to the Cryon series here and it only has 13. So... Little weird. Can but... I find that the mm. most ironic title of them all is number ten? A new dispensation. Yeah. Plain talk for confusing yeah. times. <laughs> None of his talk is plain. No, I have to say. Oh this. no, no. Right now, yeah. Now we should get one into of the... his parables. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I tried listening. There was a listen to his eleven eleven one. Mm. And that one you could actually make some sense of because it was all about numbers and numerology and all that lot. And he sort of explains it a bit, just saying number one means this, number two means this. But then there's one, I think it's about the afterlife and what it's like to after death and Cryon's supposed to explain it and describe it in great detail. And you just get this rambling parable for over half an hour. I didn't even get to the end of the parable, so I don't know what the moral of the story was. But it just went on and on and on for no Right, well, you got to remember when you're reason. listening to it, it's not like you're, you're saying, oh, Cryon did it, but it's not that. It's not him saying it like that because he's saying it as the entity Cryon, right? So yeah. you got to, when you listen to it, uh, people out there can go what to his YouTube page, which I guess I posted up here. Uh, where is it? Wait, if you go to the website... And it'll um, get you to the YouTube page, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think you just click on the um, logo thing at the top that says yeah, Cryon in a really bad font. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this is www.cryon.com, which will redirect you to the menu, the main menu page, but cryon.com. Yeah. Uh, and you have I, a new Cryon glossary as well. So funny. As far as the channeling goes, it go to YouTube and you look at. There's hundreds and hundreds of 
some of them are a half an hour, some of them are two and a half hours of him doing mm-hmm. these channeling things, and they're some of them are super out there, some of them are a little more subdued, but like they're interesting to listen to in a way. I don't even know. Yeah, depending are on they? which one you're listening to. Yeah, some of them are fucking boring. Uh, yeah, yeah, some of them make no sense as well. Some yeah, of them, some of, some them, of make... them you can sit there and go, "Oh, right, okay, I understand what they're on about now when they talk about this." Right. But a lot of them you just like, "What? Huh?" And they're about what? all <laughs> these different subjects too. It's like they're never they're not about like one simple subject. It's like it'll be on one thing and then all of a sudden it'll go off and go on to some other totally random thing uh in the same uh video, I guess. But Overall, I think they're interesting to listen to just because uh, the, the the weird tangents he goes on sometimes don't make sense, but at the, sometimes he's able to kind of br- bring it back around and then connect all these things together most of the time. Yeah. I think, I mean, he's a he's a good speaker, I guess is my point. Like, you can't deny the guy's good at No, at, he's, at a, being he's a, a good uh, He's a good speaker, but I'm not sure if what he says makes any fucking sense. Uh, for example, yeah. the one that I watched all through Cryon about uh, the new leader that you send us is from Cryon official uh, website. And uh, oh, look, there, there's so like many uh, because there's two different YouTube channels. Uh, look, there's the oh, one sure that there's... you send us. There's probably a lot, but the one I sent you is the official Cryon website. Or, yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of people that say they can channel Cryon, and yeah. only he's he, he doesn't accept any of the others. Sure, basically, oh, okay. right? He doesn't endorse them. No, but uh, let's talk a little about this website. <laughs> Have you found found some fun things on the website? Look. I think the first place that I found, uh, if you go onto the website, uh, how did I find this? I don't even know. But there's actually a a Cryon Master Index, uh, Mm -hmm. which has, it's a giant master index of everything he's ever talked about, uh, Mm -hmm. listed out in, in a form where you could look up, you could find the book where he talked about a specific thing. So it's, it's based off yep. of all of his books. Uh, but you go through it, like, uh, let's see, I'm in B, Bush and Gore, uh, George W. Bush, Buddha and Christ, Business, uh, Bridge of Swords. So, it, yeah, it's all over the place, but it's kind of interesting because it's giant and long, and somebody took time out to just make it. make this yeah. gigantic list about everything that guys so ever talked about. Yeah, have you, long. did you look in the photos bit? Yeah, it's just his holiday stamps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's basically oh well in the year we'll go what two thousand and six. He went to Mexico City, Ottawa, Reno. Uh, the UN in New York City, and it's just his his pictures from where this Lee Carroll guy's been. Mm-hmm. Very bizarre. Lee's Very special bizarre. travel photos. 
Yep. Prague in the Czech Republic, Austria in Germany, Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. Well, I <laughs> guess what Hawaii. I guess what we're yeah. supposed to assume here is when he's not Cryon, it's just Lee Carroll traveling around, and then every once in a while he's you know he's just traveling around, and then he becomes he channels this thing, and he's somebody else. So it's not really Cryon taking these pictures; it's Lee Carroll. Actually, it kind of makes sense that they would do this on their website because it kind of reinforces the uh, the idea of what people are tr- what what they're trying to make people follow here. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's kind of strange, but I actually understand why they did it on the website. Uh, in photos, did yeah. everybody see that it says the Fashion Police? Yeah, I did. Oh no, I didn't get to that. I was just going to say it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see it. It's just him taking pictures of people in military uniforms. That's all it is. And why, I want you to do this for me on the front page, why don't you click where it says dedication? Okay. What do you is this, there? Is that in photos or is it on the main? Main menu. In it's in the menu. bottom right hand corner of the the tabs or the... The main, the main menu down at the bottom. It just, uh, it's just That's a dedication to Steve Jobs. Apple. And it's a dedication to Steve Jobs. What? And that's it. Yeah. That's the whole page. You mm-hmm. can't even click anything on here. You can't click shit on it. And it says intuitive designs, no pull down menus, mobile ready. Always one more thing. And there's a picture of Steve Jobs. So random. (laughs) So fucking random. I guess uh, the next thing we can go to is events. That's probably a good place to go, right? Mm -hmm. And right on the front is the picture from Israel that I was talking about. Where it's... Yep. That's got to be a good 1,500 people, if not more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a sold-out crowd in Tel Aviv. And you go down here, the next one... next channelings in 2017 so this website is actually up to date as far like date, I think, yeah. uh, on the main menu it says updated November 28th so it was updated yesterday so this is not an out of date website uh, we got yeah, one in Wikipedia Calgary was done seven days ago oh okay mm-hmm. uh, December is going to be in Laguna Hills California Seattle Washington <laughs> in my neck of the woods mm-hmm. on, in later mm-hmm. in December and then Returning to Lemuria on the big island of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So apparently there's some Lemuria talk happening too. I didn't ever hear anything about that when I was listening to his I'm a little sad that uh, he is not coming to Norway because you know what? I would fucking go and see him. It would uh, be brilliant. I mean, it's going to. Let's yeah. see, Italy I'm seeing, and then the UK, he's coming in May. And Chile, yeah. He's coming oh, to the let UK me in see. May. Is he anywhere near me? <laughs> it, it's actually called the Magical Mystery Tour, so I don't know where he got <laughs> that name from. I think that might be stolen, I mm-hmm. think. I think so, but... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Canada, he's going to, yeah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, but uh, yeah, now it's a lot of, of things. On, oh, right. On but if you go into Seattle, uh, yeah, or any of them, I guess you can actually see how much it is. So 
Saturday, Sunday is $110 each for Saturday or Sunday. Yep. Or if you want both days, it's $205. So you save a whole mm-hmm. uh, 15 $5. bucks. 15 oh, 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah. I'm good at math. Buy the savings. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Summaries of such topics. The, the subjects are still relevant and he- helpful and fascinating with various topics like new information about DNA, what is your reality, Mm -hmm. the secrets of creating good synchronicity, and new paradigms for the old soul. So yeah, there you go. You're going to learn about that Mm -hmm. stuff. You know what what I clicked the first was the store, and I went into the store. Sure, yeah. And I saw uh, they are selling books, card decks. I was like, card decks? Huh. Audio, yeah, video. New age stuff, so they've got to do some yes. cards. Mobile apps. What? Other, other great products and all products. So I had to click mobile apps. Okay. And and there is an Cryon mobile app. There's two of them, Aren't it looks you like. Happy? Yeah. Aren't you fucking happy? There's Let's get our, both of them. <laughs> There's an app for that. for your soul and our Akashic power? Akashic power? Akashic? Akashic? I've heard of Akashic before. No, I can't find But them. I could have sworn it was some kind of cooking. So, alright. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cooking app. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's some maybe cooking that... with cryon. Yeah, cooking with cryon is great. Cooking with cryon. Oh my oh, god! At the beginning of each episode, he has to go into his trance and like he... <laughs> when he's not cryon, he doesn't actually know the recipe. So <laughs> he has to channel it. Cooking with cryon. Oh my god! I was like. Oh, Cryon says we need a little more salt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's funny. (laughs) I think think I'm channeling in now. Mm. (laughs) All the phallicum in the sauce. Mm. (laughs) He comes out of the channel and goes back in and Cryon's like, Oh, you (laughs) burnt... You burned the scallops while I was gone. You burned the scallops, you motherfucker! <laughs> Cryon's oh Hell god. Kitchen. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Oh my god, that's funny. Did you find any good links on this uh, website, <laughs> Tilly, while you were there? Um, I spent a lot of time on the Q&A okay. section, oh. because have you seen it? It's massive. I looked at it a little bit, yeah. Good oh. god. I looked at it, it said things about fibromyalgia, um, which obviously I have, and fatigue syndromes and things. And yeah, it's basically, there's a lovely little space for people to ask Cryon questions. And this guy will channel him and answer them. But I found one about sex. We were talking about it earlier. Shall I read out the question and bits of the answers? Sure. Say how we get, how did you get there first? You go to the site, I think... You go to site you favorites. Go, well, I went to welcome, and then right at the bottom, there's a little oh, okay. um, tab thing. 
<sighs> that says Q&A right at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go. Right, right at the bottom. It's a bit of a weird site to try and navigate around. It's well, odd. it's not a new site. This is a site from like yeah. 2000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It hasn't really been updated or changed much. It's just been added to and added to and added to by the looks of it. Right. All right, their question was, Dear Cryon, this question is with regards to sexual energy. I understand that this energy is sacred. However, using it in a sacred way has proved to be a great challenge. In an environment that manipulates this energy in varied and conflicting ways, advertising, pornography, classical religious doctrines, alternative meditative practices, abstinence, celibacy, monogamy, etc. What are the new age guidelines stroke practices to use this energy sacredly when a partner is available and when one is not? How does this differ for a single person, a married couple, male or female? And Cryon has answered with, this answer has never changed. You have free choice to do whatever to do whatever you with this that that doesn't make any sense <laughs> not since English, can, no yeah since it can be used for anything from fear-based religious control of sacred life-giving love do you understand that it is something that will always be a measure of energy on the planet what are the new rules the same as the old ones treat it as sacred change yourselves and thereby change the energy around you on the planet again the parable of the tar pit is in order When other humans see the enhancement provided by adding the sacred attributes to something only seen as biological, they will have the option to follow suit. The end result is a change of consciousness on the planet. Of course. There will always... Yeah, obviously. (laughs) There will always be this balance since sexual energy is also so related to so many other things that create lessons, drama and turmoil. But the more it's discovered within a spiritual framework instead of a solely biological one the more those around will change what they have perceived it to be. Any powerful energy on this planet of yours can be used to create or destroy. This is the duality of your existence and is the playing field of free mm. choice. So yeah. basically, do whatever you want. <laughs> like You can treat it as sacred and stuff, or you can just carry on with the whole biological thing. But if you treat it as sacred, you might have a better experience and other people around you might start copying you and you all but it also says there's a chance uh that where that people could use it to control you so yeah <laughs> okay we need to move on uh let's talk about the indigo children a little bit what's the oh, indigo yeah. children look they have their own website just for just about this which is basically just links mm. to his books but if you go to indigochild.com uh, you'll find the webs there. There, it's it's also linked off the main page, but it's everything's hard to find on cryon.com. So if you go, but it's uh, really hard to find. Yeah, if you go to indigochild.com, there's a website there. But I'll yeah. read a little description from uh, the Wikipedia, just so we can move through this quickly. Indigo ch- children. Uh, a- According to pseudoscientific New Age concept, are children who are believed to possess special, unusual, or sometimes supernatural traits or abilities. Uh, the idea is based on concept developed in the 1970s by Nancy Tape and further developed by Lee Carroll and Jan Tober. Uh, the concept of the Indigo Children gained popularity and interest with publication of a series of books. Uh, so yeah, this is about children who have supernatural abilities. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it seems majoritively because this is the the indigo children <clears throat> are the progression of the human race to sort like of the next the stage new, of our evolution. Right. Yeah, that's what and I they're supposed to be the people that can, from birth, they can remember their previous lives. So remember their when they lived on Mars learned. and there was a nuclear explosion, right? Yeah, <laughs> or even when they lived here and now they're born and they remember, you know, the negative things that happened and the positive things and are more learned in general and will be in seen some, as like prodigies. It, it says in some cases possessing paranormal abilities such as telepathy uh, to the belief that they are more uh, empath empathetic and creative than other people. Uh, so even just being like super duper nice, I guess is a. Yeah, I think that's basically like the Dalai Lama would probably be an <laughs> indigo child. Right. Because he's. Okay. Uh, look, <laughs> how does this rate on our crazy game? I think we're gonna put indigo children. I think actually I already have that on there, don't I? I think we're gonna put that on our list of things we need to cover because I want to go more deep yeah. into indigo children yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But overall, this guy's I think either totally nuts or a, a fairly <laughs> proficient scam artist, and yes. I'm gonna have to go totally nuts because well, yeah, mm, it's hard. Yeah, I've listened to a bunch yeah. of his channelings, and like I said, uh, it's 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 not like he wrote this out. It, you can tell he's free form, free flowing the whole thing. He's just making it up mm -hmm. as he goes. So either he's mm -hmm. the mo the best storyteller ever, or one of the best storytellers ever, uh, or he's totally nuts. And I think I'm probably gonna mm -hmm. go totally nuts. I totally agree with you. So where does this rate on a crazy scale? Uh, Tilly, why don't you tell us what you thought first, and then we'll all do our crazy scale. I think, yeah, totally nuts, but not as damaging as some of the things we've looked at. <clears throat> no, no. Like, really. it's a very, very positive It will, It will message. empty you for $100 if you go insane. Boohoo. Yeah, but that's, right. you know, if he's got to travel. Yeah, like I said, boohoo. If it was <laughs> yeah. 25 bucks, I would actually say it's worth it just because it might be interesting. 100 bucks, yeah. maybe not. Uh, no, that's the problem. But and I think probably the one in Hawaii I think costs a lot more than a hundred bucks. But yeah. um, I think that's like a special seminar and things like that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, what do I think as far as the crazy scale? I like Tilly said it's not as dangerous, but I, we don't know the full extent of how dangerous this possibly could become. I mean, it has potential to be a cult, a death cult, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Definitely. So an a seven. Seven and a half. Seven and a half is what I'm saying. Still I... See, I don't think... Uh, it made more sense to me than a lot of things we've looked into. But in the kind mm. of... You know, when you're sort of listening and it's like, well, logically that kind of makes sense even though it's a, obviously a load of crap. So I think maybe a, a five and a half, six. Yeah. I'm up. At eight, uh, I think he's fucking Joseph's uh, really crazy. Uh, I don't think he's a scammer at all, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's it's pretty easy to see that he believes the shit he's saying. Oh, yeah, uh, he definitely believes it. So I've he's, met he's people just, like him. 
He's just ludicrous. Yeah, but this is a different level needs. because does he believe like he's got to believe that he's actually channeling this being? So yeah, mm, yeah. But I, there's, I, there's I, loads I of people out he... there that do that. There was a woman um, a few years ago that was on this morning with mm. um, Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield, and she was known as I think the cat lady because she mostly channeled these aliens that were essentially a cat species okay and she even like she mentally makes love with them and everything but she says that there are lots of different aliens that she can channel and she genuinely genuinely believes this i mean i think she was trying to sell a book but that's what they do (laughs) they want to get their message out that's the problem is like how you can never 100 percent believe it even if you feel like oh this person to me feels genuine you never yeah. know how much they're just trying to yeah, sell yeah. a book. So just yeah. just look at jokes as fucking snakes. That's all I have to say. Sure. Okay, let's move on. Have you seen a movie this week, Tilly? No, you haven't. I haven't, but I have oh, um, sure. got back onto Audible. Oh. So I'll use this space to talk about that instead of movies, because you know. Oh. Listening to a book to is a bit Audible. like listening. Yeah, can you go to com slash another digital tips and then get the free book, for example? I believe I did that my first very time, going to audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Okay. Um, but yeah, as my money's been going out all this time and I've not been doing anything with it and I've had credits building up, I think I had six credits. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've bought myself... The newest Russell brand that I've not started yet, so we'll forget about that. Mythos by Stephen Fry, which is his retelling of the Greek myths, started on that. And then because I needed something to be listening to, because the guy upstairs has been evicted and there's been lots of builders and contractors in and out of the flat upstairs making lots of noise. Yeah. Yeah. Drilling at quarter to eight in the morning. Like, literally, mm. Dick's alarm hadn't gone off for work yet. It's been waking the baby up, and the noise has been in my dreams. Like, it's... Ugh. Been awful. So I thought, like, oh, I'll uh, I'll download The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is oh, read by Stephen Fry. Oh, I could just stick my headphones on, turn it up, relax. Yeah. And, yeah, I've actually been really enjoying it. Yeah. Which I, I don't think bought- I would. I, I bought two books because they have a sale uh, there uh, now. I bought uh, uh, that ECW book that you talked about, uh, look, The Rise and Fall of ECW. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Rise and Fall of ECW is a, a WWE DVD. I think you mean yeah, it's not uh, The Rise and Fall of WCW? Some- the Brian yeah, Alvarez maybe. book? Yeah, the Brian Alvarez book, yeah. Yeah, the WCW. But yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a very really good book. Good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, have you seen the movie this week, Look, I did. Uh, I saw Lego Batman, which was oh. funny. Um, yeah, really good. I... I don't know. I, I like it. It's, kinda, it's superhero, but it's making fun of superhero movies, so I can enjoy yeah. it. Um, yeah. but it was fun for, you know, it's a kid's movie, but still fun. And then I saw Atomic Blonde, which, 
for yes. all recommended to me. Oh. Um, what did you think? Yeah. It, it was very good. Um, I, I don't know. There's something about it that feels very uh, Hollywood, but at the same time, it's got a good message. It, yeah. You know what it reminded me of a little bit? Um, barbed wire with... Yes! Uh, with the uh, oh, what's her name? Pamela Anderson oh. from like Pamela Anderson. It, yes, it's got to be from the nineties, right? It yeah. reminded me. Pamela Anderson, and it must be. It it, it reminded me a little of that as far as like the style stylistically yeah. and things like that, yeah. and it also yeah. had a little bit of a feel of Long Kiss Goodnight at the end. Yes, yes. So, uh. The, uh I wouldn't say it's super original or anything, but it's a fun reinterpretation of kind of history which is kind of cool so uh i've seen two movies uh this week uh one that will be on the top of my list of uh, movies uh, of this year and a sequel um because i watched uh uh first uh i i watched um golden circle um and that's a sequel to Kingsman, Kingsman Golden Circle. Uh, that is the first, uh, yeah, it's the sequel to the first movie. I, I don't remember what the first movie was called. Was it just called Kingsman? I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 But uh, this is, has Elton John in it, really, in a, in, in a small role. That's random. Yeah. But then, and I liked it. I, I really liked it. But then I saw one of the most disturbing movies I've seen in my entire life. I saw the killing of a sacred deer. And if this doesn't get Oscar, I, I will be so fucking surprised. Huh, it's by the same it. man. Yeah. It's by the same man that made uh, last year's big hit, uh, Lobster. Did you ever see Lobster look? No. No. You heard about it, right? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't place it for you. About no. the guy that goes to a hotel where he's supposed to meet his soulmate. And if he doesn't meet his soulmate, he needs to become a, an animal. And he chooses... I'm a lobster. Got me. Okay. <laughs> but uh, this is one of the most disturbing movies I have ever fucking seen. This gets a 10 out of 10. Uh, and it's a horror drama. And it's one of the most... It's just... It's just fucking amazing if you have a little like tendency to don't sleep when you see scary movies don't go and see it alone but right. the killing of a secret there is maybe up there of the top 10 scary awful movies i've seen in my life I heard this week uh, there's a movie that came out called Lady Bird. Yeah, that uh, has gotten 
perfect score on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, tomatoes it, it, yeah. But not only does it have a hundred percent, it has a hundred and fifty something reviews, which is like yeah. the most reviews any. I think it's in the top three of the most reviews with, that still has a hundred percent. So that's yeah. probably going to be up there for contenders as well. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure what it's about, but it, it sound it must be good, right? So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. We're getting closer to that yeah. Oscar season. Yep, we are. But yeah, uh, I think Tilly will love the killing of a sacred deer. I think I've, Luke will like it even more. I've written it down. Uh, on my killing list of a that I. Yeah. It sounds very oh. sacrificial. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. But what I am going to spoil is that I have no interest in seeing the next movie we're going to talk about. Our digital review of Coco. Oh, it's Disney Pixar. Yeah. Some kind of voodoo happened? Oh, no. It's about uh... Ernesto de la Cruz, by the looks of it. Why do I get the feeling, just like, just by the scene that that shack he is in is gonna burn down at some point in this? I was just thinking that, <laughs> like, that's really. This is a little kid lighting lots of right. candles with flowers that could well be paper ones. Okay. <laughs> Is that the milk you're tuned? <laughs> it sounded a little like the milk you're tuned. It did. The animation looks decent. Mm. I mean, it's Pixar, so there you go. Pixar, so. Getting dark, going into cemeteries here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't, don't go into the mausoleum. Is he grave robbing right now? <laughs> yeah! Stealing a dead guy's guitar and playing it. Oh. He's at higher Ooh. vibrations, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> This little kid is an indigo child. You got to save me, boy. We don't know where we are. Yeah, the corpse bride? Cool. That's pretty cool looking there at the end. That was visually pretty. It looked like the future. Before you, yeah, before you talk about the movie, I have actually a little story to tell uh, all of you that listening to this podcast. People are most angry for uh, the thing that's before this movie. Right. Everybody yeah. online is talking about this uh, little some reviews that short, this. Right. Me short, too. Uh, frozen. It's short, frozen. Uh, yeah, the, frozen. The other Pixar movie, but yeah, or no, Dis it's a Disney movie. That's one of the reasons people are mad. But yeah, uh, yeah. I guess it's not little. Apparently, it's pretty long. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it's boring as fuck. 
Okay, but what is this more movie about, Luke? Right, Coco. Uh, despite his family's generation's old ban on music, young Miguel... Wait, his fa- family banned music? That's crazy. Uh, he didn't say anything about that in the trailer. I've never heard of that happening in any family ever. Uh, young, young Miguel dreams of becoming an accomplished musician like his idol, Ernesto de la Cruz. Desperate to prove his talent, Miguel finds himself in the stunning and col- colorful land of the dead. And mm-hmm. this has 9 out of 10 on IMDb, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. So yep. it is up there. People are loving the actual film itself, hating the Frozen thing, but loving the movie. I was having a huge problem finding bad reviews for, for this, but I will go first, and I found Joma S, and he gives it one and a half star, and he says, I usually love Disney and Pixar movies, but it seems like it, they just got lazy with this one. The plot was painfully predictable, even a children's movie, to the point where there was no suspense or surprise at any point. It was a cookie-cutter Disney movie, and so original that even a vivid Disney fan, I was completely bored. The character design and animation style were distractingly inconsistent to the movie, uh, wasn't even visually pleasing the way Pixar movies usually are. The music was good, apart from that there was nothing redeeming about this movie at all. So, High that's my there, then. <laughs> Yeah, Luke, I, I was the Facebook. That, uh, I did not see anything uh, like that on the Facebook. Uh, mostly all positive stuff. The only things I saw that were negative were about the Frozen thing. So, uh... Let's see, I got one from Brian Schofield. Uh, I guess the Facebook was pretty active, but not as active as last week, obviously, because of it last week being a superhero movie. Nonetheless, Brian Schofield says, I love Coco, but thought it was really messed up of of hashtag Disney to force audiences to watch their 21-minute long commercial for hashtag Frozen 2. Next time, it would be nice if you let the artists and storytellers at hashtag Pixar do their own short like they traditionally do. Less commercials, Disney. All in, that's all in caps. <laughs> I found a few conflicting ones on Rotten Tomatoes, but they're short, mm-hmm. so I'll do mm-hmm. them. A guy with no name gave it half a star and said, boring and stupid, dot, dot, dot. The best part was the Frozen short. Mm-hmm. And then Paul T. That guy's just yeah. trolling people. That's, that's what that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul T. gave it half a star, saying, Newsflash, frozen short film before Coco is now being used as a new torture technique for terrorists. Just plays on repeat for days. <laughs> There's some mind, government mind control stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And this one's actually about Coco, not about the... Uh, Olaf short at the beginning. Chris E. gave it half a star. said, visually beautiful, but lacking in all other areas. Not sure which was worse. The plot, which was thinner than Trump's hair, or the music, which features songs that aren't even in English. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Jacob F. had one, great one, it's really short. Uh, He gave it one star and said, 
96% for another sentimental cartoon. Maybe Rotten Tomatoes should look around for a few grown-up reviewers. I I took a screenshot of that one. There was <laughs> one more that's quite a short one by somebody called The M, who gave it no mm. stars. And this first bit's in capitals. Worst movie ever, don't waste your money. They say this movie is sad, but it's about immigration and how Trump is the best president in the world. Propaganda. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I did not see anything like that. That's nutty. No. Was it the second yeah. one that said something about Trump? Anyway, let's move on. Uh, we have Mindhunter episode six. Remember when I said last week, oh, I will bet you it's the shortest review I ever written. Well, no, it wasn't. Because <laughs> this week is even shorter. And we have to talk about it. Uh, Luke, last week I gave a prediction that uh, I said at the end of, of the episode, oh, I'm sure that Dr. Carr and uh, Holden will hook up. Right, it was uh the it was the scene where they're at the airport, and I had right. asked I had asked did it seem like they were kind of like Holden was kind of uh, smitten with her a little bit like there was something mm-hmm. going on there, and yeah, Fro said attention. and Fro said oh I'm they're sure. gonna hook up by the end of this yeah <laughs> let's see if I was wrong or not. <laughs> Park City, Kansas, someone is watching TV and we see the the killer and his wife and a small kid. Then we have an intro bit and uh, Dr. Carr and the FBI boss is talking about uh, the project uh, they are doing. She says uh, that uh, she has a job because she gets offered a full-time job. what do you call it? Well, Full time position. Position. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the FBI. Uh, I but, think she uh, even got. She says, uh, didn't she get offered to basically be their boss? <laughs> That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, more me. than. Yeah, more or less. Uh, but she will sleep on it. Then we see a uh, interview with Holden, Ed, and Benji, and they are asking why he did it. Then they talk to Frank, and they keep switching back and forth. And they talk to Benji again, uh, why he killed Beverly, calling her stupid. Then Frank again. So they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And in the car uh, now, and uh, they are talking about uh, if it could be Rose. And... Uh, uh, the doctor is uh, listening, Dr. Carr is listening to her interview and says that she was there because she word, she used the word splashing. And, in the pre- uh, she, present tense when she was yeah, talking about it. in the present right, yeah. tense. So, Holden um, and uh, Ed agrees with her more or less. Then we have this Holden and girlfriend gets ready to eat dinner at Ed's place. And uh, we are at Ed's place. And uh, they get invited and uh, uh, Holden is playing with Brian. Brian is uh, um, 
mentally, what do you call it? It's autistic. He's also autistic, thank you. And uh, at Ed's place, yeah. And uh, they have dinner talk, and there's this tense conversation about holding secrets. And you see, like, the wife of uh, of uh, Ed is, like, kind of thinking it was a joke, but also not, not at all. Like, yeah, we don't keep secrets for each other, says uh, Holden, and... And Ed's wife look, looks at Ed and like, yeah, I wish you were like that. <laughs> so it was. Yeah, so see, you can talk to me. He talks to her. Yeah, you can talk to me. Right. You mean Bill, right? Yeah, Bill. Sorry. Bill, right? Bill, sorry. But what was this uh, whole? What were these last scene bunch of scenes about? Let's look at the bigger scheme of things in this show. What the hell were those things even about? Like, no clue. I I don't know either. Except for the fact that they're going, look, Holden and his girlfriend are advancing their relationship. Like every once in a while, yeah. the show they just have a scene of them so they can say, oh, this is time is past and yeah. their relationship is moving forward. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. And that Bill uh, isn't amazing. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, wife and Holden is uh, doing the dishes, talking about getting kids and the challenging challenges of having a autistic uh, child. Holden and Bill is talking about fathers and mothers. And then we see uh, Bill talks in the phone with Mark. And I say the DA, uh, district attorney, is uh, processing Benji first. So, they uh, go and talk to the DA about stresses. And the DA asks who did it. And Dr. Carr said, they all did it. Uh, and the DA is asking who really did it. Right. And who then she. Killed yeah, who killed her? And then uh, she says, Ben knocked her out. Frank raped her. Then she says, they, these are like trigger things. Rosa sees her alive in the bath and uh, they all three of them hold her down and kill her. So Dr. Carr and uh, Holden in his car talking about the case and Holden tries small talk but she gets uh, like more or less just like closes him totally down and I was like hmm maybe there is no sexual tension against between them. <laughs> Let's talk about that a little later. Because then we see uh, Dr. Carr uh, in a plane and a taxi on her way home. And Dr. Carr goes into the house and there's a woman in their house. and she. I was confused by talks. what this was. Where this yeah, was. Like too. what built... Like yeah. This clearly wasn't a house. It was like there were like students... Walking around, it was like a university or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. But and, I have uh, no idea what it was. It was very confusing. They didn't like give you any like hint as to where she was or what was happening. Uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, kind of confusing. And Dr. Carr uh, kisses this uh, other girl, and she's a lesbian. And they talk uh, together on the couch. They talk about her being torn. Um, 
they talk about her respons- uh, 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 responsibilities and uh, her girlfriend says, babe, focus on what makes your career. And then she asks her, do they know you're a lesbian? And so she says no. And uh, yeah. And then so she, you can't even be yourself there. You can't even be yourself there. See what they're doing there. And uh, the girlfriend says, let's go to a bar. So they go to a gay bar. Uh, and we see them uh, with a homosexual uh, couple. And uh, they are holding hands and things like that. And Dr. Carr looks at the gay couple. And they are holding hands. And she shakes her head and just leaves. <laughs> like, in disgust, almost. So well, like, yeah, and they were hmm. talking about um, how, you know, the you can do whatever you want in your safe space and how your safe space is really important. And it, I don't know, to me it seemed like they were being really over the top in yeah. how it's really important to be in the place that makes you feel the safest kind of thing. Uh, it, it seemed like the show kind of overestimated the angle because it was supposed to be this big reveal that she's a lesbian, but it was like, mm-hmm. to me, it was like, yep, okay. Yeah. And okay. then they make this drawn yeah. out thing about it and it's kind of like, okay, yeah. Mm. That, yeah. It mm. wasn't a bit, it's not really a big deal, but you yeah. got to consider what decade the show is set in. Yeah. And then you go, okay. Because her character is not based on what ever on on oh you played the silence of the lamp look uh hello you played why do i want to say jodie foster Foster? jodie foster yes jodie foster yeah that's why i wanted to say it then because it was right (laughs) yeah Yeah. she's a lesbian is she uh yes oh yeah jodie foster has been gay for many many years yeah, yeah. Oh. That's what uh, shows how important it is, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's so important. Uh, Ed and Holden and the DA uh, at the DS office, and they learn uh, that they put uh, a, uh, accuse against Benjamin, and Frank is working with the DA. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, and uh, they, 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 like, boldly go against the DA and try to explain to him how fucking moronic this is. Uh, I think Holden I think says at the point he goes like, uh, you get the psychopaths to, to have a free card? <laughs> right. You give a psychopath a free card out of jail? And you're not even sorry about it? Because they're going to send him to a mental hospital so, for five years. Yeah. Right. right. Five, so. five to 20 years and Benjamin's going to get the death penalty. Right. Uh, outside the court, after sentencing uh, Benjamin, and they don't look happy about what happened, and they go to their cellar again, uh, they look to a guy called Jeremo... Jeremo Lourdes. Lourdes. Is this a famous killer... Killer, 
I think so. It rang a bell when they were talking about the shoes and everything. I was like, oh, yeah, Yeah. I've heard that story before. Yeah, because he has hundreds of women's shoes to jerk off on. Yeah, (laughs) and a foot in his freezer. (laughs) And a foot in his freezer. Uh, And he's like a lifelong, like it it was a built-up lifelong thing. I think that's the one main reason she wants them to cover this guy next is because it's like a, it wasn't like an all of a sudden thing. It was like yeah. from, uh, when he was very young. So, uh, Dr. Carr wants them to use the questionnaire. They are interested in uh, Burdos and she asks uh, for a room in the cellar and Dr. Carr is getting a place near the guy office. And we see uh, the credit scene. And, that's and this apartment that she goes into is... Wow. So 70s, it hurts. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, there was a library near where I, where I lived when I was a kid <laughs> that still had that, the, the line that's like bends like yes. that. The, totally the brown, had that. yellow, and orange. It went down all the staircases, except they were different colors uh, in the, that exact pattern. It's like, I looked at that <laughs> and went, wow, library from my childhood, instantly. But I'm going to say this. This was the most shitty episode of uh, Mindhunter so far. Uh, Absolutely just, nothing happens. I, I'm just realizing in the show that, like, it's meant to be binge-watched. And, like, this show, this is, like, the middle of the... We're in the middle of the season. So it's, like, yeah. the point where people are going to be watching... They've got you at this point if you're binge-watching this. You're not... Yeah. You're not two episodes and you're out. You're all this far. You're going the distance. So this point, they're yeah. like, we can just kind of stretch this out and make a whole another episode here. It's too stretched out. It it's is too stretched, too stretched out. out. It is boring. Because what happened in this episode? We found boring. out absolutely that nothing. We found, we found out, out that, that, that sister, she's a lesbian. Okay, yeah, the lesbian and that thing. They are going we found to out talk the to We found out about the sister being uh, in on it. And those are the three yeah. things I think that we found out about. And yep. we saw the killer playing with a rope and practicing yeah. t- knots and things. Right. But that right. was like the first three seconds. But we that's like something we already knew because of other clues that they gave us in the past. So. But only because we know he's BTK because I'm obsessed with him. Well, yeah, that and <laughs> because he had the ADT uniform. So all you had to do yeah. was look up killer who worked for ADT and it would come right up on Google. But yeah. Nintendo Adventure Books featuring the Super Mario Brothers Monster Mix-Up! Woohoo! So we left off and we were we had the chomp munchers. And we were in were, a, and we were in a like us. hole or like a cavern of some type. There was only mm-hmm. one way out and they were in our way. Right. Yes. So Mario kicks a block of stone towards the chomp munchers. It sends them flying. That bowled them over. Oh. Sorry, that's Mario's mm-hmm. line. They didn't put a them over. He laughed. Ball them over. <laughs> the king applauds as a killer flower whizzes over his head. It hits the wall behind him and poofs out of existence. Then the whole wall begins to glow. Look, says Toad. Pictures. Here's what they see. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. We have a coin, coin mushroom. mushroom, flower. I don't think hammer. we have to describe the whole thing. <laughs> um, then yeah, a hammer. Then a... It's basically the symbols. It yeah. looks like uh, if you were playing 
I think it was Mario 3, you went into the Mushroom House, and it had kind of like yes. the spinning uh, wall. It's what you... Mario says next. Right. Yeah. It's like the game, that game where you turn over the cards and matching the features on the other side. Mario says. But these cards are already turned over. Suddenly, there's a blinding flash. When Mario can see again, the world looks like this. And yeah. it's the same, but two of them have changed. Glowing letters suddenly appear. Notice anything different? Well, I'll be a plumber's helper. Mario <laughs> exclaims. Two cards have moved. That hammer is where the coin used to be. I think some mushrooms and stars have changed places. Toad says. But look over here. At this wall, there's another message. No! I understand the hint. Mario says. I should use the hammer and knock my way out. I really think you should read this. Toad says, tugging on Mario's arm. But the excited plumber ignores him. Look, the hammer in the card in the left, lower left corner is opening like a door. Mario cries. I am supposed to go through. Why? What choice should I do? If Mario has found a hammer and you think he should use it to smash his way out, turn to page 111. If you think Mario needs a hammer, send him through the magic door and turn to page 30. If you think he should look at whatever Toad is talking about, turn to page six. <laughs> we should do what Toad told. Jesus. It uh, takes two no, I think we should go through the magic door. No, 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 no. Listen to me. No, I, I've, I've been thinking. Yeah, I've been thinking about this, uh, Luke. And it takes and like two seconds. And none of the hammers have changed. To... Yeah, it takes like two seconds and, and reading. What do you mean? One of the... is... Yeah, look, there's three hammers on the first one. And there's four... Uh. Oh, I agree no, with you. No, there's on four on the first one and three on the yeah. second. Oh, four on the second no, one. They're the same. They're yeah. in the same place as well. Yeah. It's the no, um, we star and the see. mushroom that have swapped. Yeah. In the middle. We need to see what Todd is talking about. Okay. I think we should probably go through the magic door because it's probably a better no, no, storyline. No. But, okay. No, no, no. We need to see what no. Todd is talking about. I think Toad. Yeah. All right. Page it's six. That was that so sorry. Week. That was so sorry. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug, Luke? Uh, West Coast Wrestling Connection dot com. Go check out the TV show. Yeah, and uh, if you see what uh, Jeremy posted, you can see a link to it on our Facebook. Right, that link goes to the YouTube, and they post up the TV show. I think two days after it airs on TV on the YouTube page, so you get it a little late, but it's on time if you're watching it on YouTube, so. Yeah. I'm watching it on YouTube. What TV is it on? Uh, it's on a few different things, uh, but it's throughout Oregon on local things here and there, so, yeah. That's cool. Do you have anything you want to plug, Ella? Um, yeah, could people please share this podcast? If you're listening yeah. to it, there's a little symbol thing. You can share it on Facebook or whatever. 
and let your friends know about it. Let people know yeah. about it. Don't forget it like Tilda did last week. Did I? And forgot, yeah, forgot to share it last week. Yeah, don't do what I did. No, <laughs> don't do like Tilly does. Yeah. Well, there we go. I've made up for it because hopefully somebody else will share this one, and then that's double the sharing for this week. And you can check out. Up yeah, and you can check out my show I do with Bill and talk a lot of wrestling. That wrestling show on iTunes and everywhere else you can hear podcasts. Coming up next week, we will talk of news of the week. We will do Mindhunter episode 7. Hopefully there will be more to recap. Uh, we will do another digital review of The Shape of Water. <laughs> what the fuck is The Shape of Water, Luke? Whatever shape you put it in. Uh, the Shape of I meant Water. To... Yeah. Let's see, Let me look it up. Uh, fantasy thriller. Uh, okay. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. So. Oh, okay. I love him. Yep. Guillermo del, del Toro. I love him. And uh, we will talk of uh, the topic that uh, Luke chose. Did the CIA create the term conspiracy theorists? That yep, is all be interesting. next week. From United States of America. From Norway. And from the United Kingdom. Good job. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.